Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. This, this can never see the light of day. <laughs> no, I didn't realize. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Hello and welcome to Legitimate Likes, the podcast where we take a look at some of humanity's most popular fascinations and we decide, are they really worth the hype? They may be likes, but are they legitimate likes? My name is Hugh and I'm joined, as always, by my co-host Will. Hi Will, how are you? Hi Hugh, I'm great. I really enjoyed your uh, your bit of acting in the middle there. You really asked the question. For a second I thought, He's forgotten. Oh, oh! He's really, I really, I was really impressed with that. I, I found it there. I, I did actually have a moment, all right, where I was, I was searching. I was like, "What do we do in this podcast again?" But I got there. It's hard to remember, but I think we we cast judgment over things because we're experts, right? Exactly, exactly. And at the end of every episode, will you shout at us that it's a stupid idea for a podcast? Yeah, it's a terrible idea. It's a terrible idea. We should actually have experts on, but instead we have we have us. But sometimes. We invite experts on, and And other times we invite friends on. (laughs) Exactly, and today's expert slash friend, can you be an expert and a friend? Experts must have friends. We are delighted to welcome back friend of the pod and friend of us, Anya. Hi, Anya. Hello, how are you guys? Anya, you look very professional today with your, you look kind of like a first officer on On a a flight. Sort of, yeah, but like um, I feel your, your vibe is quite relaxed, so on a very sort of Sort of homemade airline, maybe. <laughs> no, I feel like I'm um, a nine 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 operator. Oh yeah, <laughs> and that should terrify That's... everyone. Oh, now again, and I should say for the listeners, Anya is a very close friend of mine, and I have the greatest respect for her. But I think you'd be dreadful at that job. Well, you said I'm very good in a crisis. No, I think you're good in a crisis, but I think <laughs> not an I actual think get... one. I, yeah, not if the crisis think, that was important. You think Anya would be good? You'd be a good nine 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 caller. Yeah. Do you know like, what? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. She'd be a great nine 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 caller. Yeah. I think you'd be. I think you'd be very good with the person on the phone, Anya. But I think you'd get in the flap when your switchboard was lighting up. Okay, 
Okay. I actually had to call 999 a few years ago because I saw a guy just going... Watching you in the shower. <laughs> it was, it was, it was Michael, Michael, yeah. And uh, no, a guy going berserk on the street and he was like kicking people off bikes and kicking tires and had a broken Whoa. bottle. Yeah, it was really serious. And I rang 999 and he, he you know, scarfed up the street and the woman was like, excuse me, are, are you hurt? And I was like, no. But I obviously just sounded so distressed. I mean, I was just a, an onlooker. Yeah. yeah. And, and what was, like, do you reckon, was he someone who had a lot of serious problems? I would say a lot of serious substances i would say going on okay. uh, but it was maybe six o'clock in the evening and he was you know just on uh, james street there just uh yeah we could have a look Speaking of people who have a lot of serious problems no, going on no, in their lives, no, no, I, no, I you set can't, that one up too much, did I? Yeah, you can't. You said it okay. with a smile on your face. You can't set your own one up. I was That's... hoping you were going to do it well, and then you stayed yeah. silent. Okay, let's go again. I'll set up. I'll set up a different one. I'll set up a different okay. one. Okay. Um, hey, Hugh. Anyone uh, have any got... weird uh, pustules growing on them? Speaking of weird <laughs> pustules growing on them, please welcome our producer, Michael Pustule. <laughs> <laughs> guys, I can I can never catch a break with you guys. This this is becoming a running joke. A running um, sore. Hello everyone. Yeah. Hello everyone. Um, my big news of the the day, nay the week, actually was I had. Uh, do you know what I had today? I had a new um, a new a new Cadbury's chocolate bar. I don't, has anyone had the caramel? Anyone had that? No, I genuinely. Anyone heard of this? Genuinely thought this was a bit. No, yeah. no, no, it's not. I had one of them. So it's basically they've created chocolate that is both caramel and chocolate. Now, we're not being sponsored by them. I should make that clear. Why not, Michael? Is that not what you should be sorting out? <laughs> I'll get on to it. We will be only be sponsored in chocolate, though, so I don't that's know what idea. how useful that's going to be. My name is Michael um, Pustule. <laughs> but it is, it, is both, <laughs> it is both caramel and chocolate at the same time. And oh, the Michael, moment, this story is not getting any more interesting. <laughs> No, but what struck me about it was that, like, combining caramel and chocolate is not, like, it's not revolutionary, right? Like, I don't feel like they've really sort of expanded the bounds of human endeavor here. Like, there are two things which are frequently combined, Mm. and just putting them together in another way. Okay, Michael, how many times before now have you taught caramel? Not there once, you go. not once. So yeah. they have they have thought of a word. They I, I say they word. probably worked backwards from that. They were like, "Hey, caramel." Yeah, just put a <laughs> yeah, K on yeah, the end. Yeah, yeah. It's sorted, like you know? yeah. it's like when you have a great idea for a movie title, and then you figure, "Oh, mm. I'll get the rest of the movie from that." You know, I'll figure out a plot. Don't they already do a dairy no. dairy milk caramel? Mm, it's called a caramel. They do. This is exactly this is it. This is it. Yeah, they've just made it. So, more, so they've just turned the name into a pun. They've kind of just matched Michael, it Michael, you would together. just drink everything yeah, with a straw, liquidised if you could, wouldn't you? Full Irish, <laughs> oh, yeah. down the hat, oh, yeah, fish well, and yeah, chips. Yeah. Yeah. Glug, glug, glug. Yeah. I think we covered this in one of the food episodes where he's a robot boy who would just have a nutritional pill. Oh, yeah. Michael, are, you, are they still selling the Caramello or have they actually just done a rebrand? It's still there. It's still there. No, this is different. You see, I can't really believe that I've been drawn different. into this conversation. Yeah. <laughs> He's so enigmatic. He's like a George Clooney. <laughs> Will is trying to mention every single one of our previous episodes on this. <laughs> it's like it's like a what do you call it? A retrospective clip show. Clip show, <laughs> not a flip show. I was going to say an omnibus, but that's different. <laughs> can I? Can I just ask? Like in Ireland, are dairy milk caramels called caramellos? No, that's a different bar. The, okay, the, the, the but, oh, you're right, actually, sorry. Yeah, there's the Cadbury right. caramel, which has the bunny. 
Yeah. And then the very yeah, confusing bunny. And yeah. then there's the caramello. And the, which is the di- Yeah, and then now now if you observe on your cameras, there is the caramilk. Oh, I'm, oh the so it's caramel. That looks horrible. It's white chocolate course, with caramel, exactly. Michael, is it? Of course Michael this likes is it. white chocolate. This is it. Of course he does. It. It's not, though. It's all together. There's no There's no boundary in this thing. It's all one homogenous there's lump. No Open it, Michael. I've eaten it. This is the wrapper from the bin. That's a, a good... Uh, will we start the podcast again? Yeah, I think we probably should, considering today's topic has absolutely nothing to do with this. No, but yes, yeah, we're we're bringing Anya. You some listeners might rec- uh, recognize Anya's voice from her opinions on the Beatles, which was a previous episode of ours. But mm. today, Anya, we've brought you in to discuss a very different topic. I suppose I don't know why I'm introducing it. I'll let Michael do that because you have no yeah, faith in so... our producer who brought up a chocolate bar and then used a visual aid <laughs> in an audio form. Yeah. That's probably why. <laughs> This could be our first cinematic release. You this could know. also be our last episode, um, Michael. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or our first lost episode that we don't release. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Potentially our last conversation of any kind, Hugh, I think. Um, so, our topic for today is weddings. Um, tying the knot, uh, getting hitched, taking a husband, taking a wife, plying your troth. Weddings are a big deal. Um, and even though there are many other ways to mark the act of getting married, the traditional wedding, um, the ceremony, the dress, the dinner, the cake, that's still the default option and still the most popular. Um, so is it a legitimate like? And just to be clear here, we're talking about the celebration and the ceremony of weddings. We're not talking about marriage as an institution, future episode, uh, nor are we talking about hens or stags, also future episodes. Um, not talking about love, also a future episode. <laughs> future episode, yeah. You've got all a lot marriages of, a lot involve of love, so we can't include yeah. it. Yeah. Um, so now, normally at this point, what I would say is let's get into the questions. And I do have those questions. Uh, but firstly, what I want to do is let's compare wedding stats. I want to know um, in what capacity and how many times you guys have been involved in weddings as a family member, as a member of the wedding party, um, as a, in, in any way. So, I don't know, kick it off. Okay, I'll start. Um, I am not married for a start. Um, I... Have I haven't been to that many weddings, um, but I'd say I've been to sort of between twelve and sixteen weddings, probably. I was I've been a best man once. I've been a groomsman once. I've also been in a family member at another wedding, and then I've just been a yeah, just amazing guest at the others, I guess. Will I like I like the the idea of you being a family member at some like you're hired in as a family <laughs> member. Just oh, to, and like, I am bulk up the numbers. such a good family member. You know, you bring me in. I learn the family tree. I would be very happy to be, like, plunked next to you at a table as a stranger. I'd be like, oh, thank God I've been put at this table. Thank you. And yet, Will, if you'd been at some of the tables I have been put at at Warehouse, <laughs> now you would think differently because, my God... I don't know. Yeah, maybe they think, oh, Hugh's a nice guy. He'll talk to anyone. You're yeah. a victim well, of your own success, for sure. Yeah, yeah people you're think, stuck with yeah, the dregs. Yeah, you know, Hugh will get a bit of energy going. He's grand. Stick him at table 22 by the toilet. But they don't, they don't realise how unfriendly I'm prepared to be. <laughs> so I've been to about, like, five or six weddings in my life. Uh, never had any real role. Oh, well, no, I had, like, I was, I sang, myself and my girlfriend sang my sister down the aisle. That was really cool. 
and that was obviously a good wedding because I I was there and like it was my family and I loved it. But I I haven't really been to many weddings. I've been to like six ever. Anya, what about you? I'd say like you, I have been to maybe twelve weddings, probably most of which you were also at. <laughs> a lot of the same ones, yeah. uh, and yet we were never put at the same table. No, no, never the never the twain shall meet. Uh, and I've been a bridesmaid once, and I've been engaged once, planned four weddings. Uh, and uh, Hugh, you, you are and one funeral. <laughs> and Hugh, you are of course my my best man for for my wedding. Yes. So you can yes. add that oh. to the list as well. There you, Whoa. There you go, Will. Yeah. This is amazing. We, How did that conversation go? Uh, here, uh, will did, you? Did I? I don't know. Did I ask? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I. I think we we had agreed it long ago, and then um, and then when I got engaged, I was like, well. We haven't we haven't really figured out what the what the precise ceremonial role is going to be. Uh, no, 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 no. And obviously, your 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 husband to be will have his own best man. Yeah. So there will be two two best men at the wedding. Mark actually has three best men. Does he? Yeah, he's gone for the groom. So, he's got three groomsmen, yeah. and he's just yeah, he's that's, just gone that's for. That's quite a nice way to do it. It yeah. is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But which is the first best? Like which who's is the yeah, speech? Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, 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 yeah. So that means effectively there'll be four four best men. At the, at yeah, the yeah. Th- mm. I'd like. But you've only got all one. Four of them had to give the speech simultaneously, like on the voice, oh, yeah. and everyone had to sit and then spin around at the. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes or no. The, <laughs> the speech. Yeah, yeah. And I do think with with four best men, you have an opportunity to, you know, form a crime fighting team, the best man, <laughs> or a wedding band. Yeah, or yeah. A wedding band. That's I'd much say more there likely. are plenty of wedding bands called the best men. And <laughs> um, Will, when you sang your sister down the aisle, what song did you sing? Uh, we sang uh, "Bitches Ain't Shit But Hoes and Tits." <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, isn't she lovely? Um, oh. And oh, there were a couple. There were like four or five songs. Uh, oh wow! And I can't remember. I can't remember any of them. We sang it down the aisle, and then when they signed the register, we did sign sealed delivered. Oh, very cute. Uh, so there's a lot, of, lot of Stevie back. Wonder going on. Yeah, two Stevie <laughs> Are Wonder you tunes. And the Stevie I mean, Wonder tribute act. Is that one of your other. Yes. I'm, I'm called um, Stevie. <laughs> Amazement. <Wonder>. And in fact. <laughs> That's what, better. That's much better. <laughs> what, what Will's girlfriend, her role is just to lead him around the place. <laughs> It's wildly problematic as a tribute act. I, it's the only gig I've ever got. To be. <laughs> yeah. um, for those of you wondering, uh, hey, I've been listening to this podcast for a while. Why hasn't Michael chimed in to say something stupid? <laughs> it's because he, in the middle of this, had to run off and look after his child. Yeah, so to be is, honest, it's, it's anyone's guess as to whether any of this gets kept in as Michael yeah. does the editing. I like that how we clearly tried our best to keep things going without him for five minutes and then ultimately just had to... Yeah. <laughs> it dissolved into Stevie amazement. <laughs> Stevie, okay. yeah. We're gonna... So usually what Michael does at this stage is asks, asks three questions to judge whether we're okay to judge these things. Okay. Um, so I'm going to ask you guys three questions. I've just Googled wedding facts. Amazing. Um... So I'm going to ask you guys three questions. Are you ready? Uh-huh. Um, okay. Enzoina.com. <laughs> uh, number one. Uh, you can go to www.enzoina.com. Uh, question number one. Uh, for, for good luck, what do Egyptian women do to the bride on her wedding day? And I assume <laughs> this is every single Egyptian woman ever, ever yeah. in history. 
I'll make that generalization because uh, I've got a website to back it up. Uh, for good luck, what do Egyptian women do to the bride on, on her wedding day? What do we know about Egypt? Is it something like uh, baths in, in, in milk? In, oh, that's very Cleopatra, all right. Or maybe, um, do they douse her in the Nile? Maybe. Just give her a good ducking. But Egypt is massive. What if you don't live near the Nile? Well, you've got to be prepared for your wedding. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Pyramids. Does she have to escape from a pyramid? I mean, now we are just... I I mean, mean, to be honest, anything problematic that's said is all on Enzoina. I think that's a a wedding dress website, I think. Enzoni. Oh, so you think it's about the wedding dress, maybe? I don't. I think it's maybe something to do with giving them a bath. How about do they each do they cut off a lock of her hair and keep it? Okay, uh, I'm afraid you you're both wrong there. I preferred Anya's uh, answer because it was less hair eaty. Um, they pinch the bride on her wedding day. I was actually going to say kick her, so I wasn't that far away oh. in that they are assaulting her. Uh, I the photo that they provided there as proof involves no one pinching anyone, um, and it's a photo via a bride in Gali. So, unfortunately, that's a zero out of three. Uh, question uh, in seventy? No, I've just said the answer there. <laughs> <laughs> Michael, oh, Will is Will is developing a newfound respect for Michael. It's hard. It's hard doing this on the fly. Uh, okay, so, no, I'll, I'll make 17 tonnes of gold, <laughs> right? I'll make... this, is, this is Jeopardy now, is it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, everything with me is a bit, a bit of Jeopardy. 17 tonnes of gold are made into wedding rings each year in which country? Uh, India. The US. India. Uh, Hugh wins, but you're both on a team, so you both win. Uh, it is the United States. Oh. That fact is brought to you by a picture from Pinterest. Um, okay, uh, question number three. Uh, this is brought to you by brides.com. Uh, why is your ring finger your ring finger? Why is that Why is that the finger that we choose? The That's fourth finger on the left Onya, hand specifically. I feel you probably have this knowledge somewhere in there. It, uh, no. I don't. No. I don't know. I already, it, I already built you up to yeah. answer that one. Is it? Because, I don't. I don't know. Do you know? It's a bad question. It's a terrible question. This, this stuff is harder than I thought. Like Michael, actually, I don't tell him this. I know this has been recorded. No, he's going to edit, it, isn't he? <laughs> he is, uh, yeah. Michael, you're, you're a piece of garbage, and you don't do anything of use. So carry on. Uh, what do we say? Why is your ring finger? Why is it that finger? Because you can't. You don't. Po- you don't point with that finger. Is it the least used one? Is that the one that's tricky to bend in some way? You know how sometimes you can bend a finger, but you have to bend another finger with it? I'm now just bending my fingers. Yeah, to anyone who's listening who's bending your yeah. fingers, we're all doing that too. Uh, yeah, I'm going to say so it's that the least is, used Weddings finger. are a legitimate like. Uh, thank you for listening, everybody. That is the end of the podcast. Thanks very much for having us. Goodbye. Okay, so is this, this has never happened before. I was going to ask, is this the first that you have been let fly solo? Yeah, I yeah, mean, listen, yeah. I think we go for it and then see what happens. I uh, I don't have children, so I don't really understand. But you know when people say the baby can't see, I'm just like, is that not just the kid's problem? Yeah, I, I would <laughs> advise maybe not, not having kids yet. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, well, I, I can't help you, pal. <laughs> just, just, just. <laughs> <laughs> what can I tell you? Life's hard, mate. <laughs> yeah, daddy's got to do the podcast. <laughs> <laughs>
Well, it definitely sets us up well for the children episode of Legitimate Likes. Yeah, definitely invite you back on. Yeah, then maybe we'll wait a few years and see if your views yeah, yeah, have changed. Yeah. Well, okay, I think, guys, there is a vacuum here that's been left by Michael that I think it's only fair that one of us fill. So I, I'm going to try and I'm going to try and do what Michael would do in the wedding episode. So moving on, uh, the answer was actually. Um, engagement wings and wedding, wedding rings Michael wouldn't have made that mistake uh, are worn, they're worn on the fourth finger on the left hand because it was once thought that a vein in that finger led directly to the heart Oh, that's nice yeah. so we're going to open it up now pros and cons that's what Michael would do and he'd well, make a stupid list so I'll start doing that too I suppose what I would say is the fact that Michael isn't here and I appreciate he will listen to this but it does give us more scope to talk trash about his wedding, which mm. happened a few years ago, you know, and which Anya and I both attended. As the Michael participant here, it was a great wedding. What was wrong with my wedding? I actually feel it's a, it's a dangerous topic again. I, we, we released an episode discussing whether having friends was a legitimate like recently. Mm-hmm. And I got a number of... I, on the episode, I mentioned that I had sort of 10 or 12 very close friends and I cut off... Not cut off, but let's just say willingly lost contact with a lot of people who I had known before and that I wasn't interested in sort of casual acquaintances. And I got several texts. I was kind of hoping that all my friends listening or all the people listening would think they were in the 12. I got quite a lot of texts from people saying, so, uh... Oh, Oh, Hugh, that's devastating. (laughs) Yeah. And, like, they were in quite a jokey way, but I kind of wonder, hmm, no, they know. And I feel that weddings are a similarly dangerous topic because if I start mentioning issues that I've had with weddings over the years, people might say, hmm, but that happened at my wedding. Could I come in with a a con then on that that note? Mm. Yes, please, con. So I think a significant con of weddings is that you get forced to go on holidays or trips that you would never choose to go on yourself Mm. so uh people say we're having our wedding it's in tenerife but it's fine you can make a holiday out of it but i don't want to make a holiday out of tenerife so michael had a lovely wedding hugh as you know we were there but he had it i think at the furthest point of the island that it is possible to go without actually drowning and i several times thought he was trolling us on the drive down when it just seemed to be completely interminable it was very far away I'm still there, Anya. <laughs> uh, no, it is an interesting one. And um, I was actually, uh, I was a groomsman at that wedding. And uh, obviously it was very enjoyable. But um, but I think that, yeah, the holiday thing is a funny one, Anya, because I do remember, yeah, when people say like, oh, but you sh- sure you can make it your holiday. It's like, yeah, but I want to choose my holiday. You know, <laughs> I don't want to go... And although the, un- the, only, the only thing I'll say for a foreign wedding is that it's very easy to say no to. Mm. And I think people expect you to say no yeah, to it. Yeah. And I think that's fair enough. So I think if you, I think the only reason you'd really have to go to a foreign wedding is if you are so close that maybe you're part of the uh, wedding party or something along those lines. Whereas I think it's perfectly easy to just say, do you know what? I can't or won't go to yeah Switzerland for four days in the middle of June. So, see ya. Do you think when people ask you to weddings like that, it's actually a way of trying to not include you? Like, yes. they're like, my wedding is in Geneva on Monday at midnight. Yeah, great, great, absolutely. Great to see you there, Hugh. Absolutely. I think it's, I think it's a tactical manoeuvre to try mm. and trim down the numbers, which I admire. Yeah, 
yeah, absolutely. But no, there's, there's okay. something to be said, all right, for a wedding you can get home from on the same night. Yeah, yeah. That's a very efficient wedding, and I love that. How was that as a Michael impression? <laughs> oh, that was very good. Uh, actually, uh, Great. Will, when we... Efficiency going on the, pro- on, the, on the pros list. Efficiency. That's a very good Irish accent. Well, I'm, I'm Michael. I mean, I'm, I'm Mihal. So, <laughs> Mihal? God, I'm, I've, uh, I've panicked. My heart, my heart rate has gone up. It's we're, we're going to end up with a more. Everyone's going to be like, the producer on this episode was amazing. It was Michael's best performance yet. And he was so loud. I don't know. I, I'm getting way more, way more respect for what he does here. This is, this is hard. So I have a couple of questions for you that I asked you in advance. You? Uh, Why is Graham Norton here? <laughs> we got a special guest in. Uh, great. Um, oh. That's very good. It's mostly a it's mostly a visual impression that one, <laughs> yeah. which it's is a lot of hands. Yeah. Uh, great. <laughs> uh, best bits of weddings. <laughs> best bits of weddings. I feel like I'm in the red chair, and you're about to <laughs> hurl me uh, away. Best bits for me, the the price tag. That's Michael. Oh. Right. Something about <laughs> the money. revenue that it generates for the economy. Yeah. How much? How how good it is? Uh, how good is it for the economy? Uh, That's Michael's uh, pro. Will, you would get a job on RTE Radio straight away. Like, no questions asked. So, Anya, best bits of weddings? Uh, catching up with people you haven't seen in a long time. Nope. Uh, <laughs> unlike you, I sometimes like to dip outside my, my group of 12. Uh, and I think it's a good way to catch up with people that I only see a couple of times times a year. Um, Lovely. I'm... Do I have to come up with another one, or is that is that sufficient? No, no, that, <laughs> no. One is sufficient. Hugh, um, I like the I. <laughs> this is gonna sound like I like when the wedding's over. <laughs> no, I like I like the bit. Um, I like the bit, but that doesn't always happen after a wedding. But when basically, yeah, most of the people are gone, and you're down to the last twenty-five, and you can have a great sing-song outside by a fire or something like that. You know, I like that That's... part. That I don't think you can say that's a general thing that happens at weddings. <laughs> yeah, that's probably fair to say, all right. <laughs> I mean, it, it doesn't happen within the normal eight-hour period of the wedding. Um, of most of the 12 to 16 weddings ended in a fireside sing-song outside afterwards. The, fi- the fire might have been asking for too much. I was thinking <laughs> yeah. of a very particular wedding there. And in fact, I'm sure Brian will be very happy to know that it was a great wedding. Um, particularly that part. The best bit... Um, I occasionally have been sitting next to people who don't eat a lot of food. So I once had three chocolate fondants for dessert at a wedding. Um, that was a good one. specific pros. Yeah. Um, yeah, you, you really go to town. Like if there's a, if there's a, a, a thing of potatoes you're, or bread rolls. Oh, well, listen, I mean, I love a buffet, you know? I mean, that's, that's one thing that I'm actually quite worried about with COVID generally, not just for weddings. Is the buffet, is the buffet in jeopardy? Oh, the buffet's dead. Do you think it's gone? Yeah, or it's a kind of it's a, sick. you have to ask the man for what you want, which is much more embarrassing at a buffet. You yeah, like, can I have... exactly. If, if, you're, if you're hiding six rolls under your arm. Yeah, um... I absolutely <laughs> love the little rolls at weddings. You know, little bread rolls, but there's never enough yeah. of them. Never enough of them, you know. I, so is that is that a pro or a con? Uh, pro for the bread, con that there's not enough of it. 
So that cancels itself yeah, out. Yeah, that's all. There's, there's, yeah. a, there's a lot of funny food given out at weddings as well. And it's another thing that Anya, I was going to say Anya and I have planned for her wedding. <laughs> not really. I'm not an integral part <laughs> of the planning. But Anya has certainly confirmed to me that the, the sort of initial appetizers aren't going to be little delicate pieces of prawn shell wrapped in a shaved mushroom. You know, where you've promised me little burgers, have you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. even though I can't eat like them as a vegetarian, yeah, we'll, we'll have some, some, sure. some delivery of it for you. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Someone was actually, I was having a discussion in preparation for this podcast about weddings and this person was giving out about um, being at a wedding where the food was all done by a burger truck. And I thought, oh my God, sounds great. Oh, that sounds that amazing. Sounds ideal. Yeah. yeah. If, yeah. I, if I had my way... <laughs> Milanos or something would cater it. No, yeah, it just be, yeah, yeah, why yeah. don't we all just have pizza? It's, yeah, Bunsen. Yeah. If Bunsen did weddings, yeah. I would get Bunsen. But to no, do my you, ha- you have to have whisper of cucumber with a sweet potato fondant tart. Melange. Melange. And yeah. it's, you know, that's what you're spending your 80 quid a head on or whatever, you know? I think it's funny as well because when you say, like, if I had my way, and of course, you should have your way because it's your wedding. And yet, I think people do end up, you know, gravitating back towards that wedding norm, you know, and I think it's mm. it's quite funny. Now, there are, you do go to weddings. You've met very... wedding norm. Hello, my name's Norm. <laughs> I'm always hired out to come to weddings. Lovely to be here. The canapes are delicious. A bit salty for my taste, though. I'm wedding norm. Is this a regular uh, uh, feature on the, the programme? Yeah, wedding wedding norm comes into every episode and goes, oh, it's a bit crowded in here. Mm. I don't use deodorant. I just I just let my natural smell occur. I use a crystal. <laughs> just wait till you get to the sing song norm. You are going to love it. Not a fan of singing, actually. I prefer talking or silence. <laughs> Sounds like the best wedding ever. Um, I'm Michael's cousin, obviously. (laughs) His wedding was great. The disco was just everyone thinking quietly for a while, like a Quaker prayer meeting. (laughs) I think we found our new host for the podcast. Welcome back to Legitimate Likes. Um, But I suppose the the point I was making, wedding norm, was that <laughs> yes <laughs> was that people sort of have this idea that their weddings will be unique and ultimately all weddings are the same and there's nothing mm-hmm. wrong with that as long as people accept it whereas i think people's self-awareness can go out the window when it comes to weddings and they think no yeah. this wedding is going to be unique because the priest if there's a priest obviously there aren't as many priests these days but let's say the celebrant is going to come you know, come into the room on a hoverboard. And you're like, I oh, know actually that would be, that would cool. be amazing. But- <laughs> God, he was so bad at improvising bad examples. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to write to our priest now and ask, if, <laughs> is that something that he can lay on? Because I, mean, yeah, I just, I just yeah, yeah. can't come up with any bad ideas. So like, like a really terrible wedding where like, I don't know, Paul McCartney shows up as your guest. No, that's a good idea too. Yeah. Um, but yeah, basically I think, I think, I think self-awareness goes out the window and people might have these ideas, but at the end of the day, they say, oh, no, but weddings, you have to have, you know, a DJ this. for this time. They'll expect this. They'll expect the canapes to be here. They'll expect drinks here. They'll expect this. And it's like, 
if you really want it to be your wedding, do your thing, you know? Well, my example mm. of that is that I, we were both vegetarians and we wanted to have a vegetarian wedding. And I may as well have suggested that we have a satanic nudist rite in the forest uh, to almost everybody that I've, that I've mentioned it to. Um, so... Uh, yes, I only eat wafer thin ham and crackers. <laughs> yeah, because wedding Norm will be there bitching at the buffet uh, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. that he's having. That's to the eat. title of his first album. Bitching at the buffet, <laughs> <laughs> so, dancing at the disco. <laughs> <laughs> so, guys, to get back on track, uh, Graham's back. Uh, so, um, what what uh, I would say is a very good pro is the seating plan. You get to do a seating plan. See, how do you say seating plan in Irish? I've lost it. Seating plans. Michael would love a seating plan at a wedding. He'd love planning that. He would, I, I think, did I... I was going to say, did I help him with his seating plan? I didn't. I actually quite like a seating plan because it, it appeals to my sort of, you know, ordered and organised brain. I actually asked Hugh to review my guest list with a view to... to and, and you are very good. You do mm. have a knack for social engineering. Yeah, I think you need to you need to know, and also I think I'd be quite good at telling you people who don't need to be invited. Would that be fair? Very, very fair. You were you were very vocal. Once we straight outside right, the twelve ju- friends, <laughs> it's just you at this wedding. <laughs> but Anya, you've you've had to deal with, as you say, you've planned four weddings, but all to the one person. Yeah. Um, and you've had to plan sort of different weddings, I suppose, because of the fluctuating numbers that may yes. Or not be so, so we've oscillated from the you know the self indulgent. 250 not 250 you know big irish wedding to the the kind of wartime six-person wedding um and i think we're now up to the sort of the kind of strange 50-person wedding which everyone thinks sounds great but that's 24 people per bride and groom and you try picking 24 Mm. people that's a strange strange mix of people you know once i've gotten your 12 friends in there hugh i mean well exactly yeah that's a that's an unusual mix so yeah it's uh it's been it's been very strange um but i mean everyone keeps saying oh, it must be really stressful i mean it's not it's not really it's fine yeah at the end so of the what day. is the the worst bit at a wedding generally what's the worst bit of a wedding the mass the waiting around sorry okay. um, you have to have a mass yeah so it's your it's your wedding but god gets involved and you have to have some wine Oh, wine's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, see, though, no, the mass isn't too bad if it's a short mass, but there can be a very long mass as well. Yeah, yeah, it does depend. And you see, the priest can mm. go rogue on you, basically, because no matter how much you'd plan the mass, mm. at the end of the day, that priest can get up there and give you a sermon on whatever he wants, you know? But the only thing worse yeah, yeah. than a long mass is a long, dreadful civil ceremony where the people have written oh, their own vows. Yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah. I mean, listen, I'm all for, and I think if, 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 if a mass isn't for you nowadays, I think that's absolutely fine. And, but I think people, that's another thing about, about the sort of traditions of a wedding. I think a civil ceremony can be lovely, but I think so often it's just, it just ends up being a mass they've written themselves that goes on forever and you've got some humanist celebrant who decides well you know what this can be about me instead of god or these people here and yeah yeah you're right it can go on forever and then the bride and groom head (laughs) off to go and have a million photos taken of them just sort of touching each other gently on the arm and then you're waiting around eating your mushroom slices. Yeah, that is by far and away the weirdest part of the wedding, where it's like, let's go and take some candid shots for two hours whilst everyone else just stands around. Like, it's so strange. And it's like, oh, remember that beautiful wedding day where we spent two hours pretending to be candid in nice clothes? 
And it won't surprise you, Will, but two hours is probably more time than I need to catch up with the various people I want to catch up with. But see, that's why wedding pros make a a short eggs a sharp exit after the ceremony, and you go and get a coffee Mm. somewhere else. I've even gone home after a mass before the wedding, where I got out of my wedding clothes, put my pajamas on, had a bowl of porridge, (laughs) headed back to the wedding later on. I mean, it sounds like you and wedding norm. Me. Would either get him very well. He'd be like, well, I approve of the porridge, but I don't approve of leaving. Yeah, I don't mass. think wedding. But nobody notices that you're not there, you know? And then yeah, I was back. I was, I, was, I, was, I was, you know, ready to endure the, uh, the eight people at the table I'd never met before. And yeah, uh, I think probably weddings are the only thing you could sit on it up properly and go to two, two at the same time and no one would notice. Oh, 100%. 100%. So this is, this is my point, right? Which is yeah, that. Here we go. By and large, let's get ready. By and large, the bride and groom don't really care if you're at their wedding, you know? Except for a few people. Most of the people at a wedding, the bride and groom don't care if you're there. They're not going to see it. They're all wrapped up in their own haze of joy and celebration and everything else. And so I don't think you need to worry too much, you know, about that side of things. You are not making the bride and groom's day by being there. No. Unless you're one of the four best men. Yeah, unless you are. Yeah, no, I think it's totally acceptable to leave for a little, a little, a little break in the middle for a bowl of porridge. So you think, <laughs> I think what we're learning is that no one cares that Hugh was at their wedding uh, because I think it is important to the bride and groom uh, or the groom and groom and the bride and bride if you're at the wedding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I, I thought you'd been a groomsman more than once, Hugh. More than you'd once, think but that. not anymore. And yet, clearly Never my again. calling all those friends had an effect, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I, but I mean, I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know how, how to put this other than that. I, I, you know, I think there's a risk that I come across as very bitter and cynical about weddings, which is not true. I'm all in favor of them. But at the same time, while I've been at some weddings that are terrific, I have also had a better time at certain funerals than I've had at weddings. Absolutely. A good funeral is better than a bad wedding. I've okay. had a great time okay. with some funerals. Uh, this is this has really gone off the rails <laughs> no, now. No, if you if you can access your Irish person inside you, you will understand how great a funeral oh, can be. Jesus, it's awful, awful. She died. She died. She did. No, not a really sad oh. funeral. Not a tragic funeral. No, just no. A, you oh, know. You guys love that shit, though. No, no, I'm talking like oh, a ninety-seven-year-old. <laughs> I once uh, had to cancel something with an American friend of mine because I was like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm probably going to have to go to a funeral this weekend. And she was absolutely baffled. I was trying to explain to her the person hadn't actually died yet. But I was, I was like, okay, so... You're planning yeah, ahead. Yeah, I was like, yeah, well, they don't do a funeral on a Sunday, you know, in Dublin. So, you know, yeah, and she was absolutely baffled by that. So I do think we have a very, very strange attitude, Hugh, to, uh, to uh, weddings and funerals. Um, I think the worst bit of the, best man, of the wedding is the best man speech. Yeah. I don't like how... There's all this family stuff, and then some fucking guy who the groom went to uni with gets to have the final say. <laughs> it's just like, why is this guy just <laughs> been like clearly listens to Joe Rogan too much and does his like tight five about willies and vaginas, and everyone's like, who's who's Steve? Why is he doing the final bit? Yeah, yeah. I I have to say I do I do still think it's very. And look, I have certain areas where I probably am a, a traditionalist, but I do think it's quite odd. <laughs> Sounds that it's like you like, mean on your body. 
just just really conservative thighs um no but the whole idea that it's still kind of like oh god and the bride's giving a speech too and you're like yes what come on you know like there's so much of that stuff wrapped up in weddings which is still there you know like whether it's the asking for consent or whether it's that most of the speeches are given for consent not, you know what I mean. The, the consent to marry, like asking the parents. The giving away, you mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah, that yeah. side of it, or that all the speeches are given by the male people in both families. Um, in Spain, that, the mum of the groom gives a speech and the listen, father of the bride Spain, gives a speech. Spain has it together as well, because in Spain, don't uh, do the. I was going to say, do the children take their mother's name in Spain? Um, I think they might. I think they might be matrilineal in, in that sense. I'm not sure. But, uh, which I think is quite cool too. And it I'm, is. Again, a topic for another episode. The Spain but, uh, episode. <laughs> Spain and Any, anyone, anyone playing legitimate likes bingo. Uh, that's two for Jeopardy and one for matrilineal. So you can take <laughs> off your cards there. Any, any uh, interesting... What, what's the weirdest thing that's ever happened to you at a wedding on you? Or the most memorable, let's say. Well, the priests of the, ho- oh, the saddest. Ho- hoverboard, the saddest. I've heard of some. I've heard <laughs> of weddings where somebody's died at them. Oh, wow, that is hardcore. Shit. Like that's stealing someone's I've, thunder. Uh, no mistake. Was it? Was it an Irish wedding? And everyone was like, "Oh, now it's going <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. somewhere." Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and two. it's perfect because you've already funeral got a tomorrow. There. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, Let's do it right now. You, you do, you do, no, you do the funeral between the DJ and the sing song by the fire. You know, you just fit it in once you hit midnight. Just outcome. cremate them on the fire. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I've definitely heard of that, but I don't think anything particularly wacky has happened to me at a wedding. Um, Hugh, I already know what your answer is for this. Well, I mean, when I was at Michael's wedding, Michael arranged oh for accommodation for us all. Michael arranged oh for accommodation God. for certain of his close friends and oh Jesus. booked almost everyone else. I think there were nine of us. And so he booked eight of them into one place. You know, the 8-1 split, as normally happens. And eight of them into this very nice sort of seaside Lake house. house, yeah. Yeah, and put me uh, in a... <laughs> rusty, mouldy old caravan in the middle of the woods. <laughs> Did you have two caravans and was the bath outside or have I... Have I... Uh, both of those facts are 100% true. There were two caravans. There was one to sleep in and one to cook in. That's, I didn't do any cooking. That's so um, And there was a bath outside which you could fill, which I didn't use, although I did narrowly avoid vomiting in it twice. What? Why? Um, oh my God. I think it was... Because he was sleeping in the caravan. Yeah, because I was sleeping in the caravan and I genuinely think I was consuming quite a lot of strange things in my sleep. Oh, good yeah. lord. Um, were, you, were you an important part of this wedding, Hugh? Well, I was a groomsman, you know. He was giving okay. the Joe Rogan-style frat boy speech. So yeah, yeah. yeah, that's that's very much my persona. Very All much, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, but, I mean, my the fact that I vomited probably was because I just drank a little too much water in one go. <laughs> <laughs> and the, the other thing about Michael's wedding was once he had a very long drive there, but when but to actually get to the wedding, it was on an island where you had to like kind of trek through the woods. 
in, in your mm. in your finery. Um, so that was really something which, which was resolved in this sort of beautiful little woodland glade. Yeah, it was uh, beautiful for the ceremony. Michael was but like yeah, a little I... elfin king, wasn't he? <laughs> elfin king. He was. It was lovely, and the, the 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 aisle was a little bridge through a, a, a woodland dell. It was lovely. It was lovely. Murder to get uh, home from, ch- though. So, yes. I'm going to try and channel Michael's response to this. <clears throat> Michael, okay, Irish guy. Uh, bit annoying. Um, <laughs> guys, to be f- to be fair to me... No, it's hard, isn't it? Yeah. Irish accent's hard. Guys, to be fair, I you're, you're still talking about the wedding, so it's like the caramilk of weddings. Oh, my gosh. That's... That's excellent. But I'd, I'd prefer, could, you, could you do them a bit more Dublin 4? For our Irish listeners. Yep. Uh, so it's, um, the it's basically like the... Uh, <laughs> no, wait, wait, wait. No, it's so funny. Uh, okay, okay. Uh, I need to put my mouth in a square shape, I think. Uh, and I think I'm doing sort of a girl's default <laughs> rather than like a bloke's like, yeah, no, deadly. What? Yeah, no, that's deadly. What a wedding. Loved it. In a caravan, where are you, Hugh? Do you have funny? Don't it's hard. It's a hard accent to do. It's very hard. Um, yeah. I think the caravan was sold to you as well as sort of the primo uh, uh, accommodation. I thought you were telling me it had been sold since I'd been there. Like, you won't be able to go back, Hugh. There's new owners. You'll have to discuss yeah. a new lease. They have to Hugh, go- there was actually never a caravan there. There hasn't been, been a caravan, a caravan here in 50 years. Not since that terrible fire at that wedding. <laughs> when they cremated the, the bride who died mid-ceremony. <laughs> Till death do us part immediately, and now we'll carry on with the ceremony. Has anything very strange fact, ever yeah. happened at a wedding with you guys? Will? I, I arrived at a wedding uh, and sat down. I won't say which wedding, and I haven't been to many, so you could narrow it down. I sat down with some of the, the family of the bride or groom and was having a lovely chat with them, just like small talk, what do you do? And ve- like gradually just got on to them. They were in their like 60s talking about chemtrails. Oh, So for those of you who don't know what chemtrails are, that's like government mind control is being pumped out of the jet engine fuel. That's why you have trails after the engines in the sky of the planes. I mean, it's all really sound science and stuff, well-researched on websites with like scrolling font and something that follows your cursor, like legit stuff. Uh, So that was a pretty uncomfortable situation that developed from like, hey, what do you do for a living? To being like, the government are lying to us. (laughs) <laughs> and it was like, which government? Oh, oh, oh I, I think it's time to leave. Sometimes you do get ISAP beside a, an air hostess or an air air, air steward. Is that what they're called now? Mm-hmm. Uh, flight attendant. Uh, flight attendant, <laughs> sorry. I don't know why I speak like from the 70s. I think they're called <laughs> fly fly woo-woos, actually. <laughs> I was sitting next to one of those air ladies. And to Bon Garda. Uh, no, uh, yeah. and uh, <laughs> she had a great... I, I love when someone has a job like that and you can be like, tell me the weirdest thing that's ever happened to you on a plane. Anyway, yeah. uh, she had a few good ones, but one of them was a guy got on in first class <laughs> and wet himself very drunk and uh, they offered him I think this is amazing they have these like all-in-one little suits and they were like sir would you like to change it into this sort of a onesie and he was like "Uh, no thank you so he spent 12 hours from London to San Francisco uh, in his own filth god yeah yeah I love love that their approach is very much like (laughs) a crash or or like no it's very like a concierge you know the 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 little onesie and that they that's true you just provide whatever whatever the person needs perhaps sir would be more comfortable in this polyester onesie 
Um, but I, I love when you're beside somebody with a mad job and you can you can uh, you can mind them for anecdotes yeah, yeah. for a podcast that you might be on. Will, would you would you like to have a wedding of your own? Yeah, I think this is the thing. Like, I I have problems with with weddings and like all of the cons that have been said, even the stupid ones. Michael has thought off air whilst listening to this. Um, I completely agree with them. Like the institution of marriage, I'm like, oh, do I really agree with that? But then you go to a wedding. Like I went to my sister's wedding recently and it was absolutely beautiful. It was really nice. The two families came together and were like, hey, we haven't really hung out as like two family units and we get to like meet each other and hang out and then see two people who I love, like say they love each other. That's so cool. And it makes you be like, oh, I'd like to do that. That's really nice. So yeah, I, I would sort of love to. Yeah, and I'm, I'm quite sort of relieved that Certainly my, my two favourite weddings that I've been at were my brother's wedding and my sister's wedding. And I'm like, I'm glad that they got I took so to much joy in those. Wow. Oh, I didn't mean to bring that one up. But again, yeah, Will, okay. look, you've heard a lot about Irish tradition on this episode. <laughs> and in some things, we're, we're very set in our ways, all right? Um, but, I also love that they'll probably listen to this episode and be like... <laughs> yeah there was no need for that um no, I, hopefully I they'll blame you rather than me oh um, it's 100 percent my fault i put you in a situation where either you got to say no that's disgusting shut up or you had to try and make it entertaining either way you were damned carry on uh, but remember i was channeling michael this whole time so if anything weird was said by me that was all michael that's true that's true just throwing a mm. bit about like how you know the stock market might rebound and then you know it'll be pure yeah, michael the, foots, the footsie's coming back <laughs> that's a that's but, a that's a chat up line of Michael's when he's trying no, to play footsie yeah, yeah. bowling. Footsie's <laughs> about to start. The footsie the footsie's coming back sounds like Michael with his very limited knowledge of sports trying to remember football's coming home. Yes. <laughs> I mean, that is precisely what just happened. That's what you get if you put my brain into trying to embody Michael. Um, yeah, it's funny because I am. Um, <laughs> You know, I think I would I would probably like to get married as well, just for any of our listeners who might be interested. Yeah, if any of Hugh's siblings are listening. <laughs> no, I would quite like to get married at some point. But I think I'd but much rather just... Uh, that's definitely going to be the song to which I walk down the aisle now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'll sing it. It's, <laughs> yeah. it's coming back. He's coming, he's coming. I'll tell you who won't be happy with that is Wedding Norm will not be happy with that wedding. That's very disrespectful of the the crown. I don't know. This is non-traditional and very... No, you're right, you're right. For a a, a dirty Irish person. (laughs) Yes, absolutely right. Can't believe believe you're so articulate and I understood it, actually. And you know, the thing is, while I don't think... Wedding Norm is the sort of person who threw a brick through an Italian chipper when England lost to Italy. He probably didn't disapprove that much. No. <laughs> no. He sort of tipped his hat at all the St. George's crosses over the windows. Yeah. Well, I'm not um, going to but, eat in an Italian restaurant for a year. But I think if I did have a wedding, I just don't think... I just don't think I'd want many people there. You know? I, think <laughs> I don't I just think want many people are going to want to go after you've heard your vision. <laughs> after this. this <laughs> Listen, there's going to be a fire. There's going to be a sing-song. There's going to be a burger truck. <laughs> At least one death. <laughs> At least one death. Two priests, just in case the priest is the one who dies. You know? <laughs> that sounds amazing. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. It sounds great. I don't know. I don't know, though. 
is it is there some element and again on you you're you're not someone who who wants to make things all about you but like is that a part of weddings making it all about you having a big day revolving around yourself you know well actually that makes my skin crawl (laughs) the idea Mm. of all the um Mm. like it's very nice obviously to declare your love in front of all your friends and family but also that's kind of mortifying but also (laughs) yeah Yeah, and i am i am cringing so much my spleen is 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 contorting at the thought of having to that do the, the the cringe related organ yeah. yeah to do the touching the face uh photos oh god yeah, yeah. No, i i i do think the two of you probably won't be very good at that no i think we'll probably just get two passport photos taken just or like mugshots <laughs> and just be like that's fine um but i and just like that wedding norm is back on board <laughs> i i just i don't think i mean we were talking about getting a videographer and um, I, I just don't think I could hack having to basically star in a romantic film of my own, my own life. Yeah. Also, like, when do you go back and watch them? Like, when do you, like, should we sit down and watch the video of our wedding? Do pe- people do that, right? I think people make think a big song do. and dance when they, when they first get it. They, you know, they get a, get a glass of champagne and whatever. But I mean, that's, a, mm. that's a, quite the way to shred, you know, you a couple see, of I think, I, think people, I think people do say, like, the day goes by in a flash for them and they want to see it. But the problem is, all you're going to see is some of your friends having a stupid dance. You well, know? Michael actually yeah. volunteered to put a GoPro on his head for the whole thing. Of course. You so, did. did you say yes? Yeah, yes, I, I definitely want that footage. <laughs> oh my God. We should, we should podcast your wedding and see what Michael gets up to. That'd be fantastic. Yeah. That'd yeah. be amazing. Anya's wedding, legitimate like or not. You know? Well, one of the things that gives me massive anxiety is, you know, the receiving line when you're leaving a wedding and you go up to the bride and groom oh, to, yeah. say, to say, and then, do you know when you're somebody's plus one? Well, mm. may- maybe you well, don't. No, no, I don't actually, <laughs> to be perfectly honest. It's never happened. And you, Shots fired. You're somebody's plus one and you know that the bride and groom are getting panicky because they don't know who you are. And you're just like, oh, that was a lovely ceremony. I don't know why a wedding norm. And, Again, uh, just going to say, a funeral, better. You can just say, I'm so sorry. You can't say that at a wedding. It comes across as weird. Yeah. Pretty so at a wedding. High risk, high yield sort of joke. You have to kind of get in. The, I'm Pauline's Hugh. I'm, I'm <laughs> Stephen's, you know, Anya. You have to get in the connection, uh, which is very, very awkward. But here's another, here's another thing about weddings, right? Who plus one thing, right, is nonsense. I mean, if you're inviting someone and they're your friend and they have a partner, great. Obviously, they come along. But the idea of giving someone a random plus one when they're a single person, mm. I think is absolutely stupid. Yeah, I mean, I have never been to a wedding other than as a single person. And that's grand because I am a single person. You know, the idea of being like, oh, mm. I'll just grab... I'm sorry, I'm really <laughs> the word grab there. <laughs> the idea... <laughs> the idea... I, a bit, I love a bit of grabbing. <laughs> the idea that I'll just source some man or woman to come to a wedding with me. You made the word so fat, it was like, I really did. Really wrap my mouth around it. Um, we are plus grabbing ones, here do we, today. Do we think plus, plus ones? <laughs> plus? Guys, what do you think about plus ones? <laughs> and now you're seeing oh. what happens when a seemingly oh, inept no. producer yeah. is not what here. he's doing. Um, Turns out he was the glue. 
but the plus... you only know that you're on rails when you've completely <laughs> gone off them. Yeah, you, you only <laughs> miss them then. Um, well, I think the plus one thing is a very American thing, but I think that's a kind of a subset of their dating culture because it's a great way to meet people. Because if you've got a wedding, you can be like, mm. "Oh, do you want to?" <laughs> Sorry, this is my seductive voice. Do you want to come to my Aunt Pauline's wedding this weekend? You know, it's a it's a good hook. Whereas we just don't have mm. that at all. You know, I think it would be. Is it... Have you ever? Asked for a plus one on you and then struggled to fill it. <laughs> Have I? Is this? Are you referencing something? Yeah, you asked me to go to a wedding with you. Oh yeah, and then I had to. Yeah, I don't. You really asked to. Oh, all right. You don't want to bring it up. You no, bring I don't. It up there. <laughs> no, I don't. Somebody else, another friend of ours, stepped in, and stepped one in. of my aunts liked him so much. She was like, "Why aren't they together?" You know, my older people are just like that. Yeah. Just, just why? Why is this not a thing? Uh, so I yeah I, I don't think I don't think we have that. It's, it's, it's a plus one culture thing in the UK. Will I, I don't I haven't been to enough weddings to know, but I, I I've been invited to a wedding just on my own, and I, I I think it's pretty crazy to then ask the person, hey, can I have a plus one? Mm. I feel like if they've invited just you, then they've probably a reason for that. So I've never been like uh, I'd like my partner to come because I don't want to talk to your friends. I want I I'm just like oh, no. But Although there is probably there is probably an element of having it's nice to have a bit of backup at a wedding, is it? Well, it'd be yeah, very it's not, hard. It's not like a fight. Oh, I would find it very difficult well, to go to one where I didn't know anybody. Would you? Yeah, and that's why Anya, we've discussed that if Anya's wedding does have to be very small, um, but I'm still invited, I actually against everything that I've said puppet. before, I do want to have have sort of a. <laughs> A friend I can bring to make sure I know someone, as opposed to just sitting with all your aunts and uncles. This is a bit like can when I... I was small and it was my birthday, but my brother would have to get a present as well. You know, he just, you know, or like if it was my birthday party, he'd be allowed to bring a friend. You know, and yeah. you know, Hugh just wouldn't last the day if he didn't have a little friend. Yeah, yeah. To, you, well, to... only do you remember? Do you remember one of our friends' uh, mums was having a birthday party, and we all went along oh. as friends of her son, who is yeah, thirty. He... <laughs> He, he he was allowed to have a few friends at the party as well. Yeah. I have to say, it was a hell of a party. It was it was excellent. Yeah, we had a great time. Could could I be your guest here, your backup guest, and I'll come in character as wedding norm? Oh my god, I mean, yes. It sounds like I might not be invited anymore. Well, no. it'll just be you. Yeah, wedding norm. Wedding norm and Stevie amazement. I think so. <laughs> one of the things I've realised is that the amount of stuff as part of the wedding industrial complex, Michael will love this. Uh, you know, anything you can think oh, of. I, I love, I love the word industrial in that sentence. <laughs> <laughs> the, the amount of things that are services and vendors that you can get for weddings, you could definitely market this as a comedy act. Because I oh, yeah. saw recently, you can hire, and I, in a moment of madness, did consider it these these singing waiters. So they'll pretend to fall <laughs> when they're serving the food, and then sing an Italian aria. And I, I, I inquired about the price, guys. Like this is what weddings Incredible. do. I got as far as emailing them. Why? Great. Because yeah. that would be absolutely amazing. It that would. would be an amazing. It addition. would, but it was something like two grand, and I was like, oh, I could probably fall over myself. Free. But again, and yeah, yeah. not to not to bring it back to to funerals again. Um, <laughs> but Anya, don't you have a relative who's a funeral clown? Speaking of niche, uh, yeah, um, jobs. And so uh, my cousin is married to a man who who did run a, a funeral clown business uh, for some time. Okay, oh, that strikes me as a role you could play, Will. Yeah, 
And his, what balloon animals do they make? Uh, well, his services... Upside down birds. His services included falling into the grave, um, <laughs> spraying mourners with water from his, his little plastic flower. Um, he, he didn't... With the whoopee yeah, cushions on the pews as well. I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Does he reverse the, uh, the loads of clowns getting out of one car and he just gets out of the <laughs> I actually don't think he ever had a single client, uh, but it was a it was a business for for some time. Um, can you describe it as a business? If I, no clients? Michael would certainly say no. If there's no revenue coming in, then I think yeah, I think you know. National Geographic <laughs> tried to make a documentary about it, but it can't be National Geographic. I must have the wrong channel. <laughs> but, but yeah, uh, that's that's my story. Um, so yeah, I think I think Will, you could definitely you do children's parties, right? I mean, this would just be the next same thing. Yeah, same thing. Exactly. Are we getting to a, a resolution on yeah. weddings? Do we so, think, guys? I'm gonna have to push you for an answer. No, it doesn't sound anything like Michael. No, guys, that was I'm pretty good. Push you for an answer. Yeah, that was He's good. Little... For an answer, that guys. was good. That was good. That's yeah. it. Weddings, legitimate like or not? Um. Oh yeah, you're our guest. Lead us off. <clears throat> I think on the basis that there's a lo- enough bad stuff in life that you've got to enjoy the celebrations, I'm going to say mm. legitimate like, and I think all the bad stuff that about weddings shouldn't give them a bad name because at their heart, they're, they're good fun. So legitimate like from me. I, I did actually ruin the format there because I didn't read out Michael's list of pros and cons. <laughs> so pros, efficiency, economy. It's good for the economy. Food. Uh, wedding, we- I'm, I can't do it in the accent. Wedding norm is is a is a pro. <laughs> Seating plans is a pro. Cons, you sometimes have to go to Tenerife. Uh, they're not very self-aware. Photo shoots. Another con is Will's attempts at various accents in this episode. Uh, another con is wedding norms. Not plural of wedding norm, but the, the norms yeah. of weddings. Those are the pros and cons. Does that change your opinion at all, Anya? No, I'm going to stick with being uh, a legitimate like. Yeah, and one for like yes. everything that you mentioned in terms of like you know, experiencing joy, given all the bad things that happen in the world, really is going to make me feel quite uh, quite bad about the view I might be about to express. But, I mean, I'm going to delay that slightly because we've just... We've, yeah, I'm going to actually just... do a really... I'm going to just try and do an impression of Michael is what I'm going to try and do. Okay, I'm going to really give it a go. Here we go. <clears throat> is the child asleep? Is the child uh, asleep? No, no. 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 Well, okay, so Anya has, has decided that weddings are legitimate. Like, I mean, despite everything you've said, I suppose I'm going back to how Michael introduced this before he abandoned us um, mm-hmm. for our best episode yet, actually. Um, but, you know, and it was, it was to do with all the trappings of the wedding and the big celebration and everything. And to be honest, weddings, as they are, the vast majority of them, while I think there are some, some lovely and beautiful things at the core, um... Yeah, to be perfectly honest, I'd be more a fan of just a, a nice little, you know, a nice little hug and a kiss and a sing, you know, and just keep it small, keep it tight, avoid all the nonsense, avoid all the wedding norms and wedding norm. And I'm just going to go for it and say weddings are not a legitimate like. Okay, so I guess to tiebreakers. Uh, <laughs> I can't do it. Uh, I'm the tiebreaker, though. Michael Will is the tiebreaker. Um... I don't know which way to go. I, I feel a lot of pressure because we were talking recently about how we just keep deciding that everything is a legitimate like. Uh, but I, 
I mean, there's sort of good reason for that. Also, I think, Hugh, you've sort of taken Michael's role in this, in that your opinions of, on weddings have pushed me to like weddings more. Because no. I, <laughs> I, think, I think you might be the problem, Hugh. <laughs> I think Anya actually uh, turned me at the end there. Like, we have a few things to celebrate, and also a few situations where families can come together and be like, hey, we're all here. Isn't that nice? And the only other one is funerals, which the fact that you guys are like, ah, same thing, weddings and funerals, weird. So I'm going to say weddings are a legitimate like. That is an official two to one legitimate like. Thank you, Anya. I'm not happy about it, and my wedding list has just gone down from 12 people to 10. Well, I'm glad I'm still invited. <laughs> Well, thank you very much for tuning in to Legitimate Likes. We have, as always, uh, taken on a topic, discussed it thoroughly, you know, researched the topic well. And, I mean, look, this was the wildest ride we have ever brought you on, I think. Um, but it's shown that we desperately need a producer. And we oh, hope yeah. that <laughs> Michael's child sleeps better in future. Bit of, bit of whiskey on the gums, Michael. That'll send him down in no time at all. Um, Whiskey on the Gums is actually uh, <laughs> is actually Stevie Amazing's next album. <laughs> thank you very much, Anya, for coming on. And thank you for listening. If you made it through that, you are a true fan. There's no doubt about it. Mm. Um, and if you enjoyed it, please like the podcast, subscribe to us, follow us on Instagram, on Twitter. Please leave a rating and a review because that really, really, really helps us. Um, I don't know how, but it does, apparently. Um, so please do that and let us know what you think. Also, get in touch with us on Twitter and Instagram. Give us some ideas for what we can talk about next, because clearly we're professionals and can deal with anything. And so with that, I will say goodbye. Thank you, Anya, for coming on. You're welcome. Sorry, yeah, I kind of I lost myself in the ending there. No, no, it's good. Uh, I thought you found a... We can edit that out. You yeah, to me I, I felt like a lot got left at my door unexpectedly. Yeah, well, I see, yeah, I see yeah. you'd already gone on to mute yeah, and started yeah. putting on your pajamas and taking out the porridge. <laughs> and Anya's going to sing us out with a tune. <laughs> First officer Anya is ready to take us into land. Uh, thank you very much, Will, as always. Uh, Thank you so much for having me. I've enjoyed trying to be a producer and I'll never do it again. Thank you. Thank you, Michael, for coming back to say goodbye before the end. Thanks, guys. I assume, uh, assume we had a good chat. Just if my, my vote is relevant, I, I love weddings. Uh, Michael, before we go, uh, thoughts on seating plans? At, at the dinner. Yeah. Yeah, yeah essential. <laughs> Amazing. We got it. We knew he would. We knew he'd love him. Fantastic. Yeah, turns out we don't need him at all. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Thank you so Thank much for listening, Thank you for listening, everybody. everyone. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. You're getting married and you want your special day to be magic. But here in Ireland we find funerals are often less tragic. Just don't take too long with your cringy photos and make sure that you have ordered lots of bread rolls don't have a mess and don't go away cause no one wants to make your wedding the holiday and then when Hugh comes without a plus one until the sing song he's just not having fun yeah he's your groomsman he's into caravans 
Just give him burgers and tell him where to stand Well, wedding gnome will not be happy unless he sees tradition Then Michael left and put us in a very awkward position And Will did his best to keep us on track But we're in a mess till our producer came back I'd nearly forgive him his wedding day But holy Jesus Christ it was just so far away Skipping the ceremony seems like the right call Cause we're all too bored to sit there through it all It won't be unique, don't write your own vows If we're in Egypt they'd have pinched you by now And I tend to close my eyes when the best man stands to make his speech He's drunk and his jokes are bad and embarrass your poor mom and dad And your friends come to your wedding bash You say no presents, you can just give us cash I'm waiting so long to get my main course And we all know you'll probably end up divorced And now the priest falls, he's lying on the ground I'll make a phone call, get in the funeral clown Your day looks ruined, but then you praise the Lord Your backup priest floats in on his hoverboard deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.